we got a bird. Yeah, already, right? Already. Endangered species, Fred. <laughs> that he is. Yeah. Word. For real. Man. Yo, fellas. Crazy. I'm just looking at the numbers, man. We almost at episode 40. I know. Can y'all believe that yeah. shit? Yeah. I'm sorry, Fred. Don't like when we talk about numbers. <laughs> he don't. He don't, he don't, he don't fuck. We're almost yeah. at our age, numbers. guys. Well, we, I gotta yeah. like it today. We talk about some numbers today. Yeah, we are. That's why. Do you see what I did? You see what I did there? Segway. Listen, oh, you so we, we here. You catch so it so right. You so smart. You catch what he throwing at you? Yeah, I'm catching what he throwing. Oh, <laughs> for yeah, you. damn. Y'all was y'all, on fire. <laughs> no, you're on fire. So can we do these intros? <laughs> Let's get into it, man. Because we do got a guest in the building, and we want to talk to him. We want to uh, break everything down. We want to get people uh, a f- on the same page, on the same level as where we're trying to get them at, right? Yeah. So uh, before we even do that, before we introduce our guests, uh, let's run it down. Who do I got in the building, my guy? Yeah, Fred Dogs is here. Fred Dogs is in the <laughs> building. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. That sounds about right. That's all right. <laughs> I to my far, all that out before I came in. <laughs> yeah, please do. I'm right next to you, oh, brother. Man. To I my far, ate. far, far left, I got my guy. We know people, Billy Guns. Billy yeah. Pitola. Billy Guns is in the building. There it is. Oh man! And in front of me, I got my boy Sam Sauce, ladies and gentlemen. You already know. <laughs> Sam Sauce is in the building. I don't know what it is. You know what right. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's just, it's just, you know. Stagger lead, man. I got it. Stagger lead. Hey, we rolling with the MVP, Then I got to take Stephen A's, Stephen A's advice. What's what, that? What's that? Stay off the weed. <laughs> oh, we oh it's my turn? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, guys. It's, it's only fair. Uh, I always wait. You know, it's only fair <laughs> to do y'all it. Always, you know? Y'all always just have yeah, these conversations you know. after we talk always, to souls. Because it's me like, hey, funny guy souls, laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I am fair to God. <laughs> <laughs> and together we are the, the Nuts Bunch Podcast. <laughs> Live, direct, in the building. And we got a guest with us. We got a guest. Everybody give it up for Rock Kim Sabri. Yo, yo, yes, yo, sir, yo, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Big up, big up. What's up? Cha-ching. What's going on? What's going on? What's Stop, the word, man. man? How you feel? I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, man. Welcome. Yes, welcome to the yes, show. Right. Welcome to the bunch. Welcome to the cellar, as Bill yeah, says, that's right? That's right. The cellar, yeah. We're in the yeah. Thank God it ain't summertime yet. Word. Facts. Big ticket had the basement. We got the cellar. <laughs> that's right. For real, we man. Right. <laughs> so we wanna um we wanna we wanted to bring you in here because uh I don't really kinda wanna give an introduction. I'd rather you give an introduction yes. of yourself, right? Because then these people can know. The, the importance and the things that you really uh, are an expert on and how some of your, uh, your uh, I should say, what what's the word I'm looking for? Some of your upbringing, you know, some of your, know. relax over there. <laughs> <laughs> some, how your journey can help other people in the world, man. And that's really yeah. some of the things that we've been focusing on while yes. we're bringing in our guests. So yes. can, you, can you run down some of your things that uh, may help some of our listeners of who you are and what you do? Some of my... Uh Accomplishments. <laughs> I, I wanted to say it. I wasn't going to drop it, but yeah, no, that's that's you know that's, that's the episode that we had. That. <laughs> episode twenty four. Yeah. A long time. Yeah, man. So my, yeah, man. Run down your sheet. yeah, man. Run down your there brand you and let everybody know what's what. Who are you? Who is Rock Kim Sabri? Yeah. So uh, I'm actually Googleable. Yep. Oh, I never heard of yeah, that. I'm Google. Googleable. You're yeah, Google. I like that. You, you can type my name in the Google. Because we're not. Yeah, we're not popular. We're not. I'm Gobblegobble. Word. But nah, I'm in seriousness, I am a TED speaker. Okay. Two-time uh, best-selling author. Yeah, man, we have those in front of us. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. A financial coach. Word. Um, and I contribute to some large publications like Entrepreneur, The Griot, yep. uh, most recently VT Post. And really all of my content is centered around financial empowerment. Word. Awesome. Word. Awesome. Dope. That's fire. I mean, you know what? We we talk about um, certain things that have affected our life, right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think one of the things or I remember from an episode where we were talking about like 
and and now it's a word. It's like a thing, like financial literacy, right? Yeah. But we talked about it being like when we were younger, our parents wasn't showing us certain things to help us yeah. better our lives and make sure that we're our future was. Nor set the up. schooling system. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Word. Still Nor the school. Still don't. Still don't. So I feel like you're somebody that can help fill that void for you know. Our listeners, our watchers, our viewers, and you know, just people yeah, I know in general. A lot of motherfuckers that follow us, I got a four hundred score. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, they're, they're listening now. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're watching. Now. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you want? I got a, a four hundred because I fucked my name up once. What? Hey, hey man, listen. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> we got somebody else here. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you know we should start kind of like what what your upbringing was. Um, and what led you to the area where you are an expert now in financial literacy? Yes, yeah, so I grew up in Mount Vernon, New York. Yep. Uh, my parents were young parents, 17, 18 years old. Uh, they didn't know, it's, it's kind of like what you said, they didn't know what to teach me. Mm. They were they were raising themselves as they were raising me and my siblings. So mm. uh, there's a lot that they had to kind of learn as they went. And then, you know, my parents separated. And so I became very <coughs> conscious of the household, yep. uh, the finances rather than the household. And I was the oldest sibling, so I, that's when I became really aware. Oh, you went straight to it. Yeah, I became yeah, really aware so, of, like, yeah. you know, the fact that we had food stamps. I carried the card. Uh, mm. The fact that we was on Section 8. Um, you know, sometimes I would come home and I would see the eviction notices and I would take you know, take them off the door. Word. Yeah. So there was a lot of um, responsibility placed on me that shaped my view of finance. Yep. And one of the things that I realized was that, you know, my mom was surviving, right? So... I aspired for that. I start off my TED talk by saying I, I aspired to be poor. Yeah, and so yeah. um, what that meant was that, you know, I, th- I thought that when I was going to get old enough that yeah. I would get Section 8 and I would get food stamps yeah. and I would be straight. Right. Mm. Um, so fast forward, I left New York in 2010, spent some time down in Texas, came up to Connecticut and uh, started working in banking at 21. Okay. And that's, that's the reason you came to CT? That's not the reason why I came, but that I, I needed a job. Okay. Mm. So uh, at, when I first got here, I think I think in October of 2010, I uh, I started working at a supermarket. I started working at Stop and Shop as a cashier, okay. and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling this." <laughs> deli, deli section, like five, five months, five months, yeah, yeah, five months. I got let go. Wait, wait, what? For, do you want to talk about it? He was giving out too much. Uh, it was 16 minute breaks. I took a 38 <laughs> twice, double up, yeah, and I was giving out too much. Extra meatballs. sandwiches on the break. <laughs> Extra sandwiches. Five months. Then they wanted me to move me to seafood. I said, nah, I'm good. Nah, <laughs> nah. We ain't doing no I'm seafood. Go fry uh, I do seafood. Hey, I see what you did there. I see what you slow. did there. I'm a little slow to Wait, it. But let's cut this out. I got you. Salmon fillets. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so basically. Needed a job. Yep, yep. Needed, needed a job. job. Uh, somebody recommended banking. I was like, why not? I applied. I got it. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where things started to shift for me. I started to see how people manage their money or mismanage their money. Yep. And, uh, it's probably more of the case, right? Not really in the area that I was working. So, you know, I I was working in the kind of a mass, mass affluent area. So a lot of people had money. All right. So, so our listeners, um, um, most of them uh, grew up in a public school system. So can you break down some of these words you use? <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Get a dictionary and make them read. That's right. Nah, but you broke, grew up in an area where, I mean, I'm, not that you grew up, I'm sorry. You worked in an area where people had a lot of money, so right. they didn't have those same issues that you, you know, grew up having. Correct. I think it was a mix, but I was definitely exposed to more people who did not have those issues. Word. Okay. Word. Okay. Got it. Got so it. then, uh, you know, banking taught me how to sell their products and, you know, what is the benefit of their products, right? So why are people getting credit cards? Why are people opening checking accounts? <clears throat> and on the flip side of that, I became, uh, some. I was gifted the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. So I became real, like, intrigued by what is entrepreneurship and, you know, generating income outside of what is a traditional means. So uh, I just, I became obsessed. I started, you know, diving deeper into it and I wanted to improve my financial standing personally uh, based off of what my experience was. And I would have conversations with friends and family and it would just kind of like go over their head. They couldn't, they couldn't relate to what I was talking about. And that's when it clicked for me that there's a need for this out in the community. So for sure, uh, I shifted my focus from from you know really being just kind of internal. I want to make me better, and started focusing on helping other people get better. Dope. Dope. So it seems like you almost you you always had that passion. 
Uh, definitely always had a passion around giving back. I just, I didn't know the medium by which I would do so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so finance, personal finance specifically kind of helped me find that, that niche. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know, and I know you said you, you you had the first question, but Bill already done beat your well, ass to it because you had a question. About this. We about that, so no, it wasn't right. about this. It was oh, okay. about totally something. Okay, else. so you want to wait? So a now bit. I'm gonna have to wait. Yeah. All right, all right, my bad, my bad. So, so but all right, so we're, good, we're, good. we're good. Yes. All right. Nah, I'm just saying. I'm just listening to my man's story. Like you know, keep going. I, I'm here for everybody else. Just like listening. Yeah, taking it in. Taking it in. Today, I'm. Nah, nah, stop, stop. Don't say that ever again to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying No pause, pause. Take a deep. So That just means that You gotta unpause What's gonna happen no there Right Right What you gonna think Right, right. Oh, I don't play those games so, <laughs> when, did, uh, when did you write Your first Your first book The first book I wrote uh, I think 2018 Okay, okay. Oh, wow. 2018. So And that was the That was a mentorship book. Mentorship Dope Dope Okay yeah. That was the And that's available that's available on Amazon, and I believe it's available on Barnes and Noble. Okay, it is. Yeah, okay. I was looking at it last yeah. night. Yeah, dope. So, what made you, I guess, want to write something to help uh, and show people how and why mentoring is something that's important in the community? So, I didn't initially. Actually, uh, that book came out of a really difficult time in my life. Mm. I was, you know, battling with depression and anxiety. Oh yeah, dark days, and, baby. Uh, definitely. Yeah, we all got them. And somebody close to me said, "You know what?" What helps me is writing. Why mm. don't you write? Um, you know, you have a story to tell. So actually, I flew over. This, this is a, a favorite story of mine. I yep. flew over to uh, Barcelona, Spain for seven okay. days, and then uh, Casablanca, Morocco for another seven days. And I, my intention was just to write during that time. Uh, when I got back and I started you know, transcribing it from the, the, the pen and pad into the computer, I realized that there were teachable moments in there. So I said, you know what? Why don't I make this for public consumption as well? Sick. Mm. Mm. Sick. Mm. That's dope. So mm. basically just taking your experience and what helped you and then putting it out for the rest of the world to see. Yeah. So, so that, hopefully that helps them. Yeah. So that book is uh, Painted forward, right? It's kind of like half memoir, half uh, self-help. Mm. So initially it started off as really a series of journal entries and reflections. But then I said, how do I make this you know, attractive to an audience. And so um, each chapter ends with a call to action Word. that speaks to uh, both a mentor and a mentee and saying, you know, how do you optimize a relationship? And so there's kind of like, it's called a playbook because it, it kind of hey, creates structure right. around what those interactions can look like. Yeah. That's definitely something that I took out of that. Um, you know, I read it when it first came out and I just remember, going through and thinking like, damn, man, a lot of this stuff, because I was physically coaching kids and stuff, and I'm like, a lot of this stuff is stuff that I can easily implement into coaching football and, and making sure that these kids know that I'm someone they can lean on for things other than just sports. You know what I mean? Did so you use the play that's on the cover? No, 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 we didn't <laughs> use that, that play. That, that looks like the 22 Is that dive. the annexation of Puerto Rico? Yes. <laughs> annexation. That looks like a 22 dive, if I'm not mistaken. That's pretty but good. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Only thing I could tell, I played, I used to use that on Madden. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Red yeah. Dog Storm. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Dime, other than that, dime defense. I don't know what defense. that is. Yeah, <laughs> nickel defense. Right? That's, yeah. that's it. I, I know what that looked like and what that is just because of John Madden. That's it. That's, that's it. everybody knows. Yeah. If See, I ain't played Madden, you made me look at that. I'd be like, playbook. What is he doing? <laughs> I played basketball. What sport is that? Yeah. So you know Man. what's funny about that? Uh, that cover image. Yep. Is um is very intentional. So I my audience, the people that I wanted to read the book were um were young men. Yeah. And I knew that, you know, sports is kind of dominating you know, what is the what is the attention. So For sure. Uh, I wanted to include playbook in the title that'll kinda catch the okay. attention of, you know, athletes, people who are Gambling. in sports. I've been going to my meetings, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Your mentor is right here. It's all right, yeah. Right in front of you. I've been, I've been stopping with my gambling, nah. though. But the one thing I understand, right, if it's AA, why you got to stand up and say your name? I don't know, bro. That ain't anonymous no more, right? You're, right right? you're, you're going to see me in the street, you know my Hi, name. My right? name's Copper. Boom. Speak on it. You know, that's my code name. Fucking crazy. I still go hard. Oh, oh pause. So, oh, yeah, pause. <laughs> sure. Yeah, unpause that one now, right? Y'all want to unpause that one? Yeah, right? Let's go. Oh, oh. So I, I guess one of my questions that I wanted to ask was like, 
when was like that aha moment that transitioned you from this one book over to where you got to wanting to write financial financially irresponsibly? Yeah. So, uh, the difference between those two books really, and I guess expertise or guidance is that, uh, my first book I went at alone, like everything that you see with the exception to the illustration on the cover was I did editing, mm, yeah. formatting, the writing, all of that. Yep. Uh, the second book I actually hired a consultant. Mm, uh, so he, he actually coaches people on how to write their first book. And uh, we met at a, an event where I was speaking, exchanged information, kept in contact. And uh, the, the strategy around writing the book was completely different. I knew what the desired end result was before I even started writing the story. Yeah. Um, he asked me, because I did not want to write about finance, actually. Mm. Uh, he asked me if I was at an airport and uh, somebody walked up to me and they said, I need you to speak for me in the next 30 minutes. I'll pay you whatever it is that you want. Yep. Uh, I just need you to come through for me. What would you talk about? And I said, finance. Yeah. And he said, then that's what you need to write about. Okay. So that's how well, I ended up there. I, I uh, thought that the space was uh, saturated, actually. There was too much content out there and that I would just be in the noise, um, yep. realize that that was not true. Yep. But uh, I'm, I'm happy I made that decision. Dope. Wow. Dope. Nice. For sure. Dope as fuck. Hell <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, um, any other questions? Because yeah. my brain is just starting. Yeah. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, you gonna give me a credit score eight hundred by the time I leave this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew it was too. I was waiting for it. Yeah, nah, this could be a waste of my time if I don't get eight hundred when I walk out that motherfucker door. Quit. I need that too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm knocking oh on the door God. seven right now. Oh my yeah. God! Whoa, whoa, whoa! I Yo, thought it was on the phone. I thought yeah. it was on the phone. Now, what are what are the things you got to do for that? Uh, so I think, especially if you've got a fucked up report. Yeah, yeah. Having reasonable expectations, first of all. So, like, you know, you're joking, but in all seriousness, people do think. I hope that my wife's listening to this. Go ahead. That they can <laughs> reasonable <laughs> expectations. Yeah, people, yeah I like yeah. that. Okay. All right, keep going. Sorry. People think that they can turn, you know, whatever score into 800 overnight, and that's not the yeah. case. You know, on the journey to 800, I think I. Um, it was a seven or eight year journey for me. Oh, hold yeah. on, hold on. So you're just gonna just slide past the fact that you got over an 800 score on the journey to 800? <laughs> I ain't got it. Yeah, slide. Nah. That was smooth, brother. Yeah. Let's talk about go. it. There you go. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so you're, you're speaking from a position that you're currently at, correct? Uh, actually, I'm not at 800 right now. Yep. High sevens, but um, I have been as high as eight thirty-five, I believe. Yes. Crazy. Okay. Awesome. Very yeah. dope. Very dope. That's crazy. So, That's I'm sorry. Yeah. So get back to expectations. Yep. That's right. So, you, so reasonable, ex- reasonable expectations, and and really one of the uh, the big factors and and what makes up credit score is time, right? So what does your credit history look like? Uh, if you don't have a history, then <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll, listen, I'm yeah, gonna, it's I'm a big factor. Um, yeah. Outside of that, there's utilization. I was like that at one point. I had no score. Right. Really. And and, and and it's debated in you know those communities uh, where sometimes uh, no score is worse than having a bad score. Yeah, right? you know, because, I had a bad score, and then all of a sudden I disputed some shit, and I ha- I went to zero. I had no score. Really. Yeah, like everything I disputed came off, and now I'm good. I had no score. So it, it, it was worse. Like, it was yeah. worse, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. harder to go back up, yeah. Yep. You actually get incentivized by the uh, the credit bureaus for using credit, believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. Excuse so, me, uh, run that back. Um, Stephen A. taught me a lot at SportsCenter, but incentivized? You get the, incentivized. Incentivized. The, the, okay. Yeah. Okay. The credit bureaus reward you okay. for using credit, for carrying a balance, yeah, um, yeah. for having access to credit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um. And that's why, what you mean by utilization, like the amount of money that you're using compared to what your credit line is, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. yep. So uh, so generally, a good rule of thumb with credit is that you don't want to use more than 30% of what's mm-hmm. available. That's what you. I've been doing with my new yeah. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I pay it immediately. Like two days later, I'm oh, yeah. like, and, and that's obviously <laughs> along the, all of your lines of credit that it's, you have. So credit cards, yeah. line of credit. Um, anything you want to make sure that your if you're um, and just to make it as simple as possible, if your credit line is ten thousand, you don't want to use more than three thousand, right? Okay, right. Yep. got it. Thirty percent more. Now credit. that that is is true of the individual accounts, but it's also true of your collective accounts, right? So if you have three different credit cards, mm-hmm. then you're going to be weighed on how you how you manage utilization on the one card and how you manage the utilization across the three cards. Okay, okay. 
Got it. That's good to know. That's key. That is. That's key. That's good so, to know. So, Very so, key. so basically, if you have more than one one credit card and mm-hmm. you're making, just because most people say, okay, I'm making the minimum payment on each card. Yep. Because some folks, will, you know, sometimes it's hard. They're going to make the minimum payment on all three cards. What if that one week they could send more to one card than, you know, the minimum payment? Does that look good for all three accounts as well? Or is that just because that one card he sent more to the principal? It just looks because you said that they are like kind of, yep. you know, intertwined some way, somehow. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks better on the individual card. Okay. Um, and I just want, I want to take a step back, too, because you want to pay more than a minimum, even if it's a penny. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, you want to pay more than a minimum. Um, and that's how people get trapped, right, with credit. Yeah, they'll, no, they'll pay no, the minimum. I, I, I never, me personally, you know, I don't try to speak upon, you know, but. I definitely try to not pay what they try to set me to because I know what I spent. So I try to come somewhat close to what I <coughs> kind of went to the store for and did it because I just don't yeah. go to spend money in my credit card because I, I could buy it, but yep, I can't yep. do it for the credit purposes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But therefore, I, you know, sometimes, you know, I do spend it and I do use it for other things and, you know, the balance carries over a mm-hmm. little bit, but it's not that it's exceeded to like 40, 50%, but at the end of the day, I just didn't know that, you know, all all of them looked all, all of them are like looked at at the same time. You see what I'm saying? So that that's something good to know because I thought I already paid one of them off. This mm-hmm. is zero. Yep. yep. So, but if you it, have another one maxed out, then you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it's not, not, it's not. I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying yeah, in because, general. No, because the, the crazy thing is when I get my credit report, yep. it already tells me what all my credit cards add up to, what their maxed out amount is, yep, and how much out of all of that I've already used, yep. It, it already tells me that on Credit Karma and all of those. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I know where I got to stay at because mm. I don't want to make it too, too, you know, too crazy. Right. But at the end of the day, after I pay this card off, I don't really have a major use for it because it's more or less to buy my daughter's clothes. I just opened it because I buy a lot of kids' clothes from children's place. The, yep. it, the percentage and all that shit, I really care about it because, like I said, when I bought it, I paid it. Should I continue to use it? And buy little things here and there, or would it look bad if I stop using it, and that card becomes l- less active on my credit report? That's a great question. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, so less active is not bad. Closed is bad. Mm. Closed so, in, in in what sense? Meaning like zero balance, or do they close it because it's a zero balance and it's been in, inactive for so long? That one. So depending on, I mean, it depends on the business. But I'll use an example. I I was a big shopper with Macy's, right? of a Macy's credit card, haven't used a Macy's credit card in quite a while. Um, when I'm calculating my total credit available, mm-hmm. I don't usually calculate my Macy's balance just because I can only use it at Macy's. If Macy's closed the account, though, it would impact the length of my credit history and it would impact uh, utilization. So I would want to keep that account open. And even if you just spend like a dollar on it, right? Like you just keep the card open so that they don't close it out. Okay. Longevity is key, basically. Even, Absolutely. Even even if you don't pay a lot or use it a lot, just the fact that you already opened it once, you got to stay with it. But but let me ask you this though: a lot of times these credit card companies sometimes have a fee every year. Yep. Mm. The annual fee. Yeah, the annual fee. Okay. Yeah. So yep. so now you got a renewal fee. Mm-hmm. What if your activity is less than what you're paying? Is it still beneficial for you as the the small guy? As a yeah. consumer, yeah. Yeah, as a consumer on yeah, your credit. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I think it depends on the individual, right? So I'm going to use two different examples. American Express has a, um, a platinum card. Their annual fee is $500 a year. Mm. With the platinum card, you get a whole bunch of benefits that come with it, like travel and, you know, you get to go into the little lounge when you go in the airport and Uber and all this other stuff, right? But if you're not using the benefit, then you're paying for, for nothing, right? Gotcha. Facts. Um, so some people will elect to pay that annual fee because of all the benefits. Like they're using it. They're traveling. They're doing all that stuff. Uh, but if you're just sitting on the card, you're not using it, doesn't make sense. So I had the platinum card once. And maybe after two $500 payments, I said, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. Because I wasn't using it. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, somebody who is either starting with credit or repairing their credit, maybe they'll apply for like an, a secured card. Most people do. Those cards have an annual fee. Usually, let's say a year goes by, two years go by, the card opens up, but they still have the annual fee. 
in those instances, I think it makes sense to open a new card, close that one. Um, it will impact your credit history. Yeah, but better yep. to do it early than later. Better to do it early than later. Dope. So, so I'm sorry. If no, 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 Kind of a business <laughs> guy here. He's, he's the businessman. No, but all these questions so, are very important, too. Yes. Because, I, for one, I'm just grasping on it myself. But, you know, continue. But please, please. Go. Yeah, I know you got some. So, oh, yeah. so another thing that I've heard that is really prevalent in, in the credit card I'll game speak is. speak on the words, baby. Yeah. A lot of my friends' um, wives public school. go from one credit oh, card and then they, oh. they transfer their balance to another <laughs> credit card. Do. Do you reapply for another card, or do you just do that in between cards? And when you do that, do you cancel that last one? Like out? balance transfers? Yeah, because okay. you're getting a better rate at that card. Yeah, at yeah that like or zero percent. Because a lot of times they do like zero percent for like twelve Fuck months, you, eighteen months, yeah, stuff bro. like that. No, <laughs> stuff it's like funny, that. but I was I've been reading this stuff for a couple of months. Now. <laughs> yeah. That whole the APR, okay, all that stuff. That's so, important. People yeah, don't I, catch that though. I mean, I'm not the expert, but I would think like. Um, and that's, not to answer fair. your question so for you. No, you no, 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 but this is my that's, just, fair. Expert that's why up. I wasn't drinking today. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, I guess I'm gonna get my I guess right. instantly sorry, sorry, my brain sorry. goes yeah. like, um, does it make more sense for you to pay like that? Because there's usually a balance transfer fee to do something like that, right? right? So, does it make more sense for you to pay that balance transfer fee? Um, as opposed to keeping the balances over here where, you know, you're paying, I don't know, 14, 20% on your current um, residual rolling balance on that card. Yeah, it depends on it depends on the person, really. And I think, you know, I, I hate to give that answer yep. because people are looking for answers, but personal finance is personal. I was just so say, like, you make more money than I make, he makes, yeah. you know what I mean? So that, that all So changes. it depends on the person, but I think, I'll say from my experience, I've definitely done that. I've done balance transfers, taken advantage of the zero percent. The benefit is a time benefit. Mm, right? Window, so the window to twenty four months to twelve months, eighteen exactly. months, whatever. So it can is. you can you interest. kill that amount that you transferred in that amount of time? So then you don't pay the interest exactly. on their card. Exactly. And you're, you're like what yes. Sos just asked. You're yeah. not wanting to close that other card either. Yeah. You want to keep that other card yeah, open because he's trying to say right. like keep it open, keep it open, right? But now, how does how does that reflect? Like, does that card? I don't know. Like, you know, to me, it's like, all right, you just st- stopped doing business with me and took it to go somewhere else. Does mm. does that card like th- that doesn't hinder you at no point? Because, like you said, you're, gonna, you're not going to use it as much. So right. yeah. So are you going to play ring around the rosy and do this every time? Is that okay? Can you do that in you, between you your cards? You definitely can. You definitely can. you go can. from your Visa to your Discover back to your Amax, back to your Visa, back to – and it's always going to be okay? So, yes, is the short answer. Cool, uh, cool, 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 cool. The longer answer is that – so I've done this, right? So Chase has a card. I don't know if they still offer it, but it was a slate card, right? That card was designed for balance transfers. So I would do a balance transfer from Bank of America to Chase. I'm paying 0% for 12 months, 18 months, what have you. Now that 18 months is up, I still have a balance. So now I'm transferring that balance to City. right? City's giving me 18 months. There's no activity on a slate card. Chase is like, hey, you're not using me. Let me throw an offer your way. Just going to say, add more money. So they might increase the limit on your card or... They might send you a new promotion that incentivizes you to bring your balances back to Chase. Mm. Better, better, better percentage than you're than you're currently receiving. Actually. They might give you another zero percent for twelve months. Okay, okay. But would they increase it when you balance? So let's say you know you have a, a credit card with three thousand. You you know you transfer the balance over to Discover or whatnot. But they in some cases will they increase the balance or just keep it where it is? In some cases they'll increase it. In some cases they'll decrease it. Mm. Gotcha. Decrease is bad, right? I think decrease can impact you negatively, sure. Uh, So I know Chase definitely and American Express. Those are two cards that I carry. They'll ask for your uh, income. Got it. So, like, if you, let's say you applied for the credit card and you you had a $50,000 salary, but then, you know, two years later, they say, hey, update your income with us. Mm -hmm. And you say, okay, now I'm making 70. Mm -hmm. They might give you more. 
based it. off of your what your new income is. Yeah, which kind of makes sense, I guess, yeah. from their in their perspective. Yeah, what you yeah. can pay, how much you can afford. Exactly. Well, on the flip side of that, though, and I've seen this happen, and it, it's happened to me as well. Um, let's say you have a three thousand balance, three thousand dollar balance with Chase. You yeah. move it over to American Express, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Good, you paid it off." <laughs> They might decrease your balance or three, decrease your limit rather to fifteen hundred. Wow! Mm-hmm. Because it's like, okay, you were paying on this for so long, <coughs> and now you transferred it. We're gonna lower your limit so that you don't get to a space where, you know, you over take your head. With that. To, right. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So Got I, it. I, for one, was financially responsible. That's the title. <laughs> um, no, it's the truth. I really was. I really was. I would take the. <laughs> I would take the letters and I'd just be like, ah, I'm throwing that out. I don't need that. Because, you know, I would get a credit card and be like, oh, I'm buying Jordans or drinks on me. Facts. Like, my priorities and were in left field, you know, the whole time. And so yeah. I would, I, I would, for me, um, in the last 16 months, my credit score went up over 110 points. Nice. Wow. You know, Congratulations. I, I put a lot of work into that, you know, and just paying it off on time, using it like you said. Um, Good job, Bill. But I hit a little bit of a roadblock. I'm, hit, I'm creeping at 700 right now. I'm creeping at that door. Um, and I need, you know, we've got a family of four, need a little bit of an increase. I want to build more credit. My debt to income was pretty good. It's low. Um, but I hit a roadblock. I think we were talking about this before. So yep, yep. Um, it's kind of a story, but it's also a question. Uh, so I applied for a credit card, a credit union. I shall remain nameless. I'll tell you after. <laughs> um, I knew what my credit score was. I knew what site they were going to use. It was Experian. So Experian had it as, literally at 699. Um, you know, sometimes Credit Karma, they got TransUnion, Equifax, down eight, nine points, whatever the case yeah. may be. They're usually all pretty close stuff. Right. And, you know, the lady had told me, oh, if your credit score is over 630, you'll definitely get approved for a credit card. You know, what's your limit? So I said, I'm not going to go too high. I'm going to go 5000 for a credit card. Not too high. No, I mean, not too I mean, high. you know. So you smell that? The kicker was. I smell a motherfucker with money. So I'm, I'm going over the, you know, the credit application over the phone. And. You know, she says to me, what's your credit score? It's 699. It's on, you know, it's on whatever. So she says, oh, it pops up at 626. Um, so that's, that's not true. That's, that's a big that's, difference. That's, that's, that's huge. I was like, no, that's false. So as I'm on the phone with her, I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, no, it says 699. I don't understand why, you know, she keeps saying it. But whatever. She's like, ah, but it should go through. And I'm like, well, she says 630. So I kept that in the back of my mind, you know, in my head. So I get an email saying I got declined. Mm. So oh, well, you had something in collections. I'm like, yeah, I paid that off 16 months ago. So I call Experian naturally. I call them and I say to them, "This is what's going on." I'm like, "Sir, this the years it's six ninety nine. It's not six twenty six. So the gentleman on the phone tells me this, which I didn't even know this agent existed. I don't know if it really does, but he says to me, "I think you've been racially profiled." Mm. Credit. I'm like what? Mm. Now, naturally, me and my and you know, you just met me about thirty eight minutes ago. But <laughs> the, the point is that, that me, I'm laughing it off. I'm like, ah, whatever. This is like hilarious to me. My wife, she's white. Her debt to income is high as hell. Her credit score is seven eighty two, and I'm thinking in my and then I'm thinking, wait a minute, something's wrong with this picture. Like this, this doesn't make sense. Like I got no student loans. I got nothing. You're the right race, brother. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Love you. So, uh, you mentioned you had a credit union. Mm-hmm. I, I had a credit union at one point. One of the things that I did was I took, I think it was a thousand dollars, deposited it into a CD for a year. Yep. Took out a personal loan for the thousand dollars using the, the CD as collateral, and so. That became an installment line on my credit report. Mm-hmm. Um, you pay a little bit more interest, but you're you're paying for the credit, right? You're paying right. for having that on your record. Right. So um, that's what I did. So you're almost saying take out a. Per- I'm not saying you're literally saying that, but you're almost saying take out a personal loan. A personal loan credit. would be like would be an installment loan. So installment loan. Personal loan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a car that, loan, mortgage. That's like a secured. That was almost like a like what he <clears throat> means as a secured credit card. Yep. He used his own bread, and then he borrowed back against his own bread. Exactly. That's what I caught. Yep. So you exactly. see, so even though he's borrowing back against his bread, and it cost him, it didn't matter because it was helping him in the long run. Exactly. But mm. my quite, but 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 listen to this though, he made, he just he just dropped a gem right there. He asked for an increase to all, to two of his previous mm-hmm. cars because he went for a third. Actually, no one, and then um, I went to apply for a third. There's the lowest one I haven't asked for. So, increase. so he, yeah, he My asked for he asked for one increase. Word, yep. okay, cool. In that same week, and because he asked for that, could that um, inquiry on his credit to, for the increase could have hurt him on his chances to get in the other one that was uh, for five thousand. And before you answer that, 
I do want to take a quick break because we're running straight through. Um, I want to just quickly say I don't care if the give Niners a, draft. Give it, a, no, no, no. I want to. I just want to we quickly say because too. we're going, we're going, yeah. we're going straight through. But before we do that, yeah. we do have to talk about our current sponsor. As we are, you know, oh, an yeah. ambassador. We're brand ambassador, yeah. right. and we haven't even talked about that at all. So I usually like to do that at the halfway mark. We're a little bit past that, but just so everybody knows, man, um, if you never want to nip your sack again, <laughs> I love smoothmodballs.com <laughs> is who you want to go to. Smooth my Balls.com slash nutso bunch. Backslash, that is. Slash. Don't slash. <laughs> slash don't slash them balls, but slash on the yeah. on the keyboard. Backslash <laughs> <Yeah>. balls. <laughs> slash my balls. Com. Slash nutso bunch podcast will get you 15% off your next purchase. You will never nip your sack again. Yeah. Trust me. That's you want to go man. with this, man. This is next level grooming for the next level man. Body and below belt grooming and no a more whole ingrown hairs. and a whole new ball game. The perfect gear to upgrade your grooming routine and help you grab life by the balls. And as we always say here on the Nutso Bunch, nuts and balls go together. Hand in hand. They go hand in hand. Hashtag SMB shaking my balls. So again, smoothmyballs.com slash. I forgot everything that Sam was saying. I don't know. He got me. Bill got me. But smoothmyballs.com slash Nutso Bunch podcast will get you 15% off your next purchase or use the code Not So Bunch Podcast and get fifteen percent off your next purchase. Dollar, mm. you'll yes, never yes, have yes. to nip your sack again if you visit smoothmyballs.com slash Not So Bunch. I don't know about you, but if you get your balls licked, it's a little ticklish when you got your hairs there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not oh, as man. enjoyable. Yeah, shave the stress. Of course. So we've been going. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut nah, you off, but cool. I want to make it's sure cool. we give our sponsors. Nah, cool. they're, they're just due. Um, so right, right, so, so that, we gotta, Bill, if you want to get back, you remember his here. question? You remember what he was saying? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so you remember? You yeah, I was just say? basically you saying, that, you know, did that one inquiry in the same week for the increase hurt his chances on possibly getting the five thousand dollar credit card? At the credit union because, like you said, maybe they're looking from one model and he's looking from a different model. Mm. And because that one inquiry, could that have been the possibility of him? Maybe. Or maybe, you know what I mean? Shots fired yeah, in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no Puerto Ricans allowed. It could. You're going to stay at 1500 so, so inquiries are definitely a factor. Yep. Um, if you have too much in a short period of time, it looks like you know, you're know you desperate for credit. So uh, credit bureaus are going to... They're going to yeah. red flag that. Yeah. Uh, I will say uh, being strategic about yeah. your inquiries in terms yes. of timing is important. So Lord. I have asked for a credit card, got approved, and asked for an increase in the same week mm. um, so that I know two years from now those inquiries will fall off at the same time. Words. That was my next question. How long does the inquiry take to come off? We're, we're, I'm not even going to go. Could we hold that one? Because yeah. we do have someone oh, on yeah, our we live. We, we went live. We're just sorry. so everybody I'm knows. Sorry. So moved. our viewers are, are live right now with us. And uh, if you have questions, please feel free to ask. We have financial expert, Rod Kim, Sabrina in the building. Hold on. Before yes. we even ask, they get to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, Financially Irresponsible is out now. Right. Mentorship, the playbook is out now. All right, Fred, you got a question the, for Rob, yeah, right? I'm, I'm assuming this is for like fucking stocks and shit. Let's let's talk. <laughs> dabble in any of that. Yeah. Somebody said, "What is what does Rob think about Chime?" About Chime? Yeah. Is that yeah. an app? Chime is yeah. an app. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I personally don't use it. Okay. Um, so I can't really give insight into the functionality. Uh, my understanding is that really it's replacing a bank. Okay. Uh, people can save money there. I think it has features that allow for you to budget. It's, a, it's another Venmo uh, cash. Uh, app I don't shit. know if it's a if it's a P two P app. Okay. Um, I don't know what P two P is. Like yes. Person, person, okay. person, person, person payments. Hey, Damn. Um, all right. I, 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 hey. Yeah. So, so we got the real power broker. Yeah. Yeah, right. Damn right. I'm on my shit. Yeah. I see you, so financial empowerment, Joseph. <laughs> but I will say that if you know if somebody's using it seriously, then mm-hmm. it, it can't hurt. Okay. Um, I do a lot of my stuff manually though. Okay. okay. Got it. 
Drop that. Nope. And who was that? Drop their at name. Drop their at name. Who just asked that question? Subi Googies. Simi Googies. Subi Googies. Subi. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shout out for logging in. Any other questions? Any other questions currently that we have on the live? As of right now, ask away, man. We got somebody that can help you get your your finances straight, and and we're making sure that we're at least being mindful of our finances. That's why we brought Rob Kim on the show today, so that we can give our listeners something different, man. It's something that we're gonna, you know. 2020 was a rough year for a lot of people. For some people, it helped them come up. For others, you know, it was a time that I got that they hurt. Funny they hurt. So, I got a lot of you. Man, yeah, it's cool. We asking all questions that are up on our Instagram. Rakim yeah. hey, signed hey, up for this. He, I'm he's sorry, ready. I got, I got it, but I got to repeat this one. He's ready. Vicky goes, how y'all go from balls to credit? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, can you, let me, what, drop the at name. <laughs> Wait, it's too much. It's underscore, period, drop. underscore, underscore. Victoria. All right, all right. Yeah. So we went from balls to credit because it takes a lot of balls to have bad credit, and it takes even bigger balls to have good credit. Yeah. Yeah. You see me? I'm out here in these streets. I, I dance on my feet, baby. Oh, that's fair. You know what? Six for six. Hey, 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 I'm smooth like my balls. That's good. No doubt. I heard you. Let them know. Let them know. Well, you yeah. should have oh, right man. in front of you. Wow. That's great. Shit. That's <laughs> great. Any other questions that we have from the listeners? Because Sos yeah. got everything lined up like a barber. Barber. <laughs> uh, uh, Drop the ad name first. Oh, wait. 19 Julian 81. Hey. Okay. Ask him, is the self app good? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Self app? Self app. I've, I've actually that. never heard he of it. He probably that. can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Julio. Get it together. Let's go, Julio. Let's go, who? Come on, who? Let's go. Yeah, man. He's talking shit. I can read. I know what the I'm fuck I'm talking about. I can write. I'm going to focus on self, man. <laughs> trying to play me. Oh, stupid. Yo, that's funny, man. That's right, funny. Well, in the meantime, I, yes. we got, this is what I wanted to do earlier. Let's do it. <laughs> We've been waiting for this all night. We had to, we had to lean in from let's, the last let's episode. Let's go. Yeah. My brother. Yes. You getting them fingers in the butt? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. This ain't a question for you, bro. This ain't a question for you. Wow. So, the same thing for you. So for all our listeners, in the so, so for all our listeners, so they don't understand uh, what we're talking about, right? Oh, man. Jesus. Let me explain. So we went from balls to credit to fingers in the butt. Yeah. So let me explain, though, Epic. for the listeners, because there might be Epic. some people that are locked yeah. in. Not on Facebook. Let, my, let me, I'm going to set it up. I'm going to set like, it up. What the let's fuck? Do it, let's do it, let's do it. He's like, did I really sign up for this? So I'm going to set it up, right? Yes. So, Last episode, for those that didn't know and those that are just tuning in for Rakim, go back and listen to the previous episode and you'll understand there'll be some context Follow the leader. before you go here. So oh, I'm going to give you three seconds to stop, pause God. this episode, and go to the other one. Two, one. All right, so last episode, we were talking about we're, we're close, and Rakim is super young. I ain't even going to drop his age on here. But just know that we're close to 40, everybody else in this room, right? Yeah. And then shit. we talked about it, and we 40. said, you know what? Our boy Bill is the closest one. Mm-hmm. So what happened yeah, oh yeah. What had happened was we realized that, you know, when you hit that milestone, and it's probably a couple more years out, but you have to go and get yeah, you can drop that. You have to go to the doctors and make sure that your <laughs> prostate is okay, right? As men, that's that's something yeah, we're that's discussing. Standard, yeah. So I was just saying, like, yo, I don't know if I'm okay. I might just have to bypass it. And both Sos and Freddie were yelling at me, like, yeah. no, you nah, got to nah. go. There's no way around it. Like, yeah. you got to go. And we I'm drink, like, brother. Dog. We drink. I understand, yeah, but yeah, I just don't want nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I already explained this. If y'all watched the next uh, last episode, y'all. Y'all, y'all will check it. Yeah. So <laughs> Freddie said, I just can't wait for Bill to come so we can ask him because he's the oldest, so he's next up. Hell yeah, man. I love my kids. <laughs> you, yeah. Okay. I got that finger got to go up my ass. Sorry, wife. <laughs> <laughs> it has to. It, it so definitely has you to. You don't have a choice. You're going to do it regardless. I mean, we all got a choice. That's you know what, what I mean. But I, to me, absolutely. It's a no-brainer but for you. A, but, that's a, but you know what, though? But that's also... Um, that forty mark that you got yeah. to get going on, you did that before that too. Facts. I know, I know a lot sure. of cats that got it five years before that. For, sure. for whatever you know, like 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 Fred Dog said, you know, we drank, you know, we eat like shit. Yeah, it happens. According yeah. to Souls, you got to clap cheeks too. You do got to clap cheeks. Um, <laughs> and balls. Oh, I, to me, my, my balls are like an ass. So I, I, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> ready. You know, 
to get. Nah, I heard you, but this, what you what? But I'm just saying I'm for those who didn't hear, um, man, over with. We was just saying, like uh-huh. you know, the anticipation, you know, the yeah, I'm a little shit, nervous. I told you I was going to start practicing. I know today. you know that gives you anxiety. Man, he's practicing before he I got this much in my index finger, you know, like even the eighth of an inch. I nah, I can't do it. I might, I might have to take that L. We just sat forty minutes. Bring your fingers up again for the viewers. These fucking things, bro. Brown and serves. I do this to myself. I might bust a nut. Right. <laughs> I ain't packing in my pants. I'm packing on my oh fist. Oh my goodness! What is going on? He went for fucking credit. <laughs> oh, what the from to balls to prostate swipe. So, so, Mister, so, so, sir, just so you know, this is how this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I listen to it. And, and, this, and actually, yeah, this is probably the longest that. we were serious for like yeah, forty yeah. plus minutes. I'm like, yeah, damn, yeah. this is gonna be a real we serious episode. Like and then clown me in four hours. Yeah, it was definitely. It was, break, it was definitely about 30 minutes of seriousness, and I've never yeah. seen you all so, like, tuned uh, in. Yeah. All three of y'all this were like, a we all got fucked up credit. <laughs> Somebody, I, I knew had I had to listen to you <laughs> Yeah, we were like, finally, someone that we yeah. want to talk to that I want to fix our life. I got, actually, you know what, I got a question. Would this uh, be something looking forward, like, that you would probably try to get a grant and maybe teach to the kids in school? Ooh, oh, nice. Uh, so, because it, it yes. should be taught, man. To, so, so you don't want to give out take, any of your information that's lined up. A step but back to uh, to, my to all seriousness. Yes, yeah, to my, my credibility. <laughs> so earlier this year, I decided to uh, pursue a certification. So awesome. I'm uh, nationally certified as a financial education instructor. Okay, so, like, so I can nice. do that, professor type shit. I can do awesome. that. I can I can go into organizations, schools, what have you. Mm. Um. It's not something that I haven't done before. Okay. I do tend to like one-on-one interactions. Okay. Um, there's more money in that. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's definitely something that's it's better for the consumer, too, to be one-on-one, you know? Yeah. For sure. I think, you know. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not ruling out group. Group works. Yeah. Um, you know, people tend to open up when they have relatable experiences to share. And I've done that, too. But, um, yeah, it's something that something that I would That'd be dope, into. man. Yeah, it was. It needs to be taught. Facts. I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I, I, I just got a question real quick because I got another with, question because yeah. uh, I wrote all these oh, down and I was down? memorizing them on yeah, my nah, way nah. and and I know them. That's why I came early so I can nah, recite what I had. That's fair. Not because he, early he, here, <laughs> he hit the nail on the head. He no, said it needs to be so, taught, 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 teach, whatever you know. Yeah, yeah. Now you there. Both of us understood this. Both of y'all went to Kennedy. Relax. So. A lot of shit that is important is not being taught. And four years to be in a high school setting and not being taught, this is a waste of time, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. it's an institutional place that, you know, these kids need to go to and it has to be done. So, okay. They care for teenagers. But do you feel like to teach this on a lower level, not to like, it's kind of like, you know, it, we all trying to make money. We all trying to make money. But to teach it as as almost like, you know, pass on just a little bit of game to the younger kids mm. so then you know you give them a little bit so they could then they could reach for themselves on like some kind of free courses like to the inner city or is there anything that could be done so can i jump in there because i saw i don't know if it was a couple weeks ago yep. where you were actually doing just that yep and you you were on yeah, a you were on a live or something like a group setting um video wise zoom yeah zoom meeting right mm-hmm. and I saw it was so dope. Y'all got to go back and check his page because there was kids that were asking questions and Rakim broke it down to the simplest form. He's like, so what do you play? And correct me if I'm wrong. He's like, oh, yeah. What do y'all play at home? And the guys were like, um, Fortnite. we play Fortnite. Exactly. I knew it. I knew it. Exactly. Yeah. So the kids use Fortnite. So Rakim goes, okay. So if you guys play Fortnite, then there's these, I'm sure there's things that you can purchase That'll help you be a better player in the game. And they're like, yeah, there's packages that you can buy. So Rakim's like, okay. So these people have these packages that are helping them get further along than what you are as a player. And that helps you be better in the game. And that's what this is. And he was relating it to Fortnite. He was relating credit or relating financial literacy to that, to Fortnite, yo. And the kids' brains, like, you could see their wheels turning, yo. That shit was very dope. So I wanted to commend you for that. That's actually dope, perfect question. I I wanted to ask that. That and I yeah. couldn't remember, Word. and then your question just Word. sparked that in my brain. Word. So very dope, yeah. very dope. No, that was big, fire because the yeah. kids need that shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? School and college only teaches you how to have a job. It yeah. doesn't teach you to be successful. You know what I mean? 100%. And a lot of times people go to college and have a degree and don't end up working. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Drop that again. 
What happened? I don't, that was that was fire. <laughs> it teaches. You said what? School teaches you how to school do a job. and a job uh-huh. teaches you how to jo- have school, a job. It don't teach you how to be successful. No, it does right. not. That's facts. Not at all. That's not facts. That's a quote right there. That, that, that is wild. a quote. That's, that's, that's a quote. Fire. No, no, that's his own quote. That's yeah. fire. I've never heard that before. That, bang. That's bang. Bang. Let's go. <laughs> nah, but also real. a bomb on it. But being real though, word. A lot of people strive to go to college to be this, that, and the third, yep. and leave school not being this, that, and the third. Facts. So it's always good to know what you need to know, which is money. And I think mm. if you know your money, yep. you're going to be okay. And mm. I always teach my daughters they mad. Be right back. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that money and credit and all these things that we've Fred. been talking about is highly, highly, highly important. Yeah, man. Facts. But, but I think, too, it's... And it's great you brought that up because I think children are their untapped resource. Word. You know what I mean? I think also, uh, to Sosa's point, and obviously, you know, you run the group and whatnot, talk about Fortnite. <laughs> um, it's important to teach that because there's nothing better than financial freedom. I mean, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, we had this podcast and this conversation, I'd say I'm not interested. Word. You know, because Word. My, like I said earlier, my interests were girls. Bars, I'm before, before our wives and our fiancés. <laughs> yeah, before all that. Yeah, yeah 100%. And then, you know, just the wheels start turning. You know, it, it, it's not a set time when it's going to start turning, but you start seeing like, wow, this guy bought this. This guy bought that. He's younger than me. Mm. Where am I? I'm stuck in neutral world. They're five, six steps ahead. Yeah. And I think it's important to teach these kids that financial freedom. But listen, I'm not taking away, you know, in school, learning your history. You know Facts. what I mean? Uh, it's a it, lie. It, no, but I'm saying. You know, I'm a conspiracy. Theorist. No, no, no I, I am too. I am too. I mean, I understand. Yeah, told by him who no, I hear you. Listen. Yeah, talk I, about I, it. I understand those talk things got to be taught, but I also always believe for years that those type of things need to be cut off at a certain point in time. Mm. And I think that, you know, when you hit, you know, the 12, 13 years old, letting these kids know, listen, financial freedom, you know, 10, 12 years from now, you know, this is what you need to understand. This is what you need to know. And I think it's important. And I applaud you for that because, you know, you're young yourself. And, um, you know, listening to some of your podcasts you've been on, you know, you expressed that. That's been always been my passion to talk about financial literacy, given your background, given your environment that you grew up in. You didn't want to stay stagnant. You wanted. Facts. You didn't want to be complacent. You wanted to move forward, and I think that's a, a kudos to you, man. Applaud to you for that. Um, it's almost like you're a crusader mm. to say, you know what, this is what financial literacy is. Yeah, I because I think that. a lot of people are just blinded by it. Everybody yeah. thinks that, oh, I pay a bill on time, I save my good. money, I'm good. I was one of those people when I first started to get my credit to where it was. It was okay. I'm good. I, I paid my credit card off, but then you start talking about revolving accounts and keeping it open, keeping closed. Those are important details that I think, you know, the youth of today needs to understand. It's not just, you know, having money, saving Facts. it. That's 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 part of it, too. That's just not the only part of it. Facts. So kudos to you, man. I applaud you for that. Thank you. I, I, I want to add really quickly. Of course. So, this year, this year, this, listen, show, this, man. this year show It's our show <laughs> this, this any other show time, today, yeah. but today is yours. Right. So, so you don't have to ask to add anything. Just add it. Let's go. Right. People view money the wrong way. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Money is a tool, and when you talk about teaching younger, well, first of all, when you talk about schools, if schools required a financial education, it would still be subpar, right? Because right. they would teach you the mechanics of this is what a credit score is. And, right. You know, uh, I've been said that I have this mantra that I've been saying lately, and it's uh, money management is mindset management. So when I made uh, that analogy mm-hmm. for the kids with their uh, – uh, V-Bucks Fortnite Yep I was teaching them Not about money But about Delayed gratification um, And so Making relatable lessons That they can then Translate To use Money as a tool Is what's important um, Financial education Or financial literacy Curriculums Are not doing that right. So uh, I draw a distinction In what I do I talk about Financial empowerment So that Financial literacy content is all around. You can go on Google. It's, it's, it's all right. free stuff out there. Right. But what is going to, and, I, and I've been using this very specific example based off of what's happening in, in the world. What is going to make a young black kid who's sitting in a classroom learning about planning for retirement believe that they're going to live long enough to enjoy retirement? Right. Mm. But empowerment, right? right? They have the literacy, right? You just got to put money away, right? right? But if they don't believe that they're going to reach that age where they're going to benefit from retirement, then why does it matter? And that's why, like, the whole YOLO culture yeah. is dangerous because people 
they're just like, well, I, I'm going to I'm gonna enjoy it now. Like, if yeah. I don't enjoy it now, I'm not going to enjoy it. Years, I, I can brother. speak for him and me. We, li- we I, lived that. I, I lived that. <laughs> we definitely lived that. I was in a dark place, like no, I've said I, a million I, times. 100%. Where I was, like, living for the fucking day. Yeah, I, you know what I mean? I, I, I put myself you, in a big-ass hole until recently. Like, fishing myself out is a bitch. The piece, the piece about money that I think a lot of people miss is that there is such a relationship with time that makes your money so much more powerful, right? right. Um, in in I guess social media world right now, you know everybody's talking about Dodge Coin, they're talking about the cryptocurrencies, they're talking yeah. about trading, uh, trading on Robinhood, yeah, all uh, those apps, GameStop, and you just got a uh, question about trying all that other stuff. <laughs> yeah, people are looking for a quick buck. Because they're trying to survive. They're not trying to learn how to build wealth. They're trying to learn how to make it to the end of the week. The um, the wealth builders are looking years into the future, right? If I'm investing in Apple, I'm not investing in Apple because I think at the end of the week they're going to hit $200 a share. I'm investing in Apple because... I'm thinking ten years from now, Apple's going to do something good for me. The long you game. believe in the pro- their product enough that it's making you want to be around for the long haul, like Bill just said. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I peeped um, one of your interviews on YouTube with the full potential with Nick Wagner. Yep, I think it was. Yeah, it was a pretty good interview. You had mentioned that you were a uh, hybrid entrepreneur. Can you yep. explain to the listeners what that means. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a term that I started using, and you know, my dad really. He he enjoyed it. He's right, like, I love I, when you I, say that. I, I told you that my guys do their research, yeah. right? <laughs> I told you oh, that yeah. my guys do their research. Bunch so of dumb fucks just be ready. questions. Well, just be ready, credit. man. Just be ready. <laughs> Very dope, Bill. That was dope. Go ahead. I'm so, sorry. So, uh, so the hybrid entrepreneur came about because I work a full time job, and I think you know, there's a lot of people posturing on social media where they act like they have more than they have, or you know. Just that, right? Like, yeah. They don't have a full time <laughs> job, or they're too good for a full time right. job. Yep, yep. And so, you know, I lead with transparency. I lead with authenticity, and mm. um, with especially with my personal finances, like I'm very tra- oh, sometimes overly transparent, right? right, right. And um, I want to make sure that people understand that I do have a full time job, and that it's possible for You're you to have a full time job, right? And still do these things, right? And mm. still, you know. Allocate a portion of your time, you know, based off of prioritization, based off of delayed gratification, and put in the work towards, as you stated right. in that interview. Yeah, towards towards doing those things, and so you know, I have I have three businesses that I'm a part of, and a full time job, mm. and yep. so um, you know, that's how I'm able to accomplish so much because there's prioritization there, and there's right. there's a segmenting where I say, okay, I need to do this nine to five gig so that I can survive on a day to day basis. But I don't want to be here forever. Like I don't. I, I don't want to yeah. work for somebody else forever. So, how do I start positioning myself today to learn what it is that I need to learn so that I can right. be completely independent? Like you said, financial freedom, freedom right. is being able to do what you want. You're, that's you're the buying happiness. back the time. That's the happiness. Yeah. No, like I said, that's important because, like I said, a lot of people, um, you know, when they when they think about, it, I got to be an entrepreneur. Like I got to quit my job. Right. You know, my, my father was one of those people. Did that when I was in high school. He quit his job. He got into a business and all these type of things. And, you know, he took a risk. He was always a risk taker. I mean, a lot of times, you know, like I said, when you take risks, you know, there's going to be sometimes a negative outcome, sometimes a positive outcome. You always hope for the positive outweighs the negative, obviously, as cliche as that sounds. But um, but he took that risk. You know, he would just not do that. And so then when, you know, you mentioned that you were a hybrid entrepreneur, I said, yeah, that's something my dad didn't do. You know what I mean? I think, but he didn't know that back then. Right. You know, I don't think a lot of people really knew that yeah. um, until now. But I think it's also too—it's a safety net, as you said. It's kind of just something to fall back on in the meantime. But right. but survival—that's the main thing—is just to survive right. and whatnot. So, but yeah, my, but I, I did catch that the first few minutes. Yeah, my was, goal is to to not be a hybrid entrepreneur for, <laughs> to be for a very full time, right? Right. right. <laughs> right. No, I, I hear you. But um, but definitely, I think you know there is like this glorification of of starting your own business and, right. and having started my own business right three times over. I think the biggest thing that people don't understand is that you are trading working the security of working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And whether you do shit the yeah. day that you show up or yeah. you work really hard the day that you show up, you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas when you go into entrepreneurship, um, you, you eat what you kill, right? Like right, if you don't do anything, you're not getting paid. Um, and so, uh, you know, and I talked about Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant when uh, I talked about rich dad poor dad. You're still on that same left side of the quadrant, right? As an employee of somebody else, or as a self-employed business owner, right. you're trading your time for money. Right. 
And so the goal is to get to the other side of the quadrant where now systems are in place that are making you money where you don't have to be there. So now you're buying back the time. And that, to me, is what wealth is, right? Mm-hmm. I get to buy back my time so that I can do things that I want to do. Or so that Agreed. I don't have to do things that I don't want to do. Agreed. Word. Fire. Agree. Fire. Man, I just want to um, thank you because we have conversations, obviously, um, about finances and just things in general, and I share my wins and my losses with you, right? So I just want to thank you because you definitely helped inspire me. Dropping some times. Word. Definitely. You you just helped inspire me a lot of times and get to a point where I'm at right now. Um, you I know, should better be 800 where, when I get home. Well, you know what I mean? We just <laughs> talked this week, man. I'm, I'm, I'm creeping up on that. So, you know, like I said, man, just thank you. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you coming. I mean, I don't I don't want to stop the interview if there's other questions that we have. Nah, I mean, I, mean, no, I, I definitely think I'm You do got to go home, though. Yeah, I know, man. We can't keep them hostage. <laughs> no, but I, right? I will, I will no, say, I mean, I'm, I will good. say yeah. I'm good, too. I mean, you had them sitting upstairs for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, you know, they don't hold so on. Time out. inspire, you know, us as adults and whatnot, but I think, um, you know, the youth. Because I know, I caught, like I said, it caught some, a couple of things from a couple of interviews about you know, you went into the interview, I think, for the banking job, and you basically told me what your intentions were right off the bat. And they looked at you like you were crazy, and you followed through with that promise. You put in the work, and look where you are now. So yeah. I think that should inspire not only us as adults, but I think yeah. the youth that, you know what, you put in the work. And you can end up with a nutso bunch. Absolutely. <laughs> but also, too, you put, you put in the word. Yeah, yeah. This is an accomplishment. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Catch uh, me in traffic. You put in the work. You don't always have to be, you know, you might feel sometimes that you're not being seen <laughs> or, you know, looked at, but you really are being seen. Right. Like that. And word. I think that's important, too, apart from credit and money and whatnot. I think people need to also understand. The youth need to understand it, too. So Facts. applaud you for that. Yeah, Thank man. You. Very right. dope. Very dope. Um, Let's, I know, um, I want to get our uh, live reaction to the 49ers drafting. Just so everybody knows, right now we're recording on a Thursday. Jacksonville's, Jacksonville's on the clock. So I would like to stop before they actually draft Trevor Lawrence. But real quick, just so everybody knows, again, let's run down the books. Let's run down where they can find you on social media. Um, anything that you got going on that you want to promote. Let's talk about it right now, Rakim. Uh, so, yeah, I got two books, Mentorship and uh, Financially Irresponsible, both on Amazon. Yep. Actually, Mentorship is available on Amazon electronically for free until Sunday. Fire. Okay. Uh, Fire. So, yeah, okay. getting the downloads. I think I think I'm, I broke 200 today. 200 nice. downloads of the book nice. today. Awesome. Fire. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Um, we got 204. Yeah, yeah, you want. <laughs> yeah. 204. Let's right. make it. Uh, <laughs> I have a course, a course called Improve Your Money Mindset. Yep. Um, and I do coaching, one-on-one coaching. Uh, so it's kind of like the suite of services that I offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my social media and my website are all my name, Rakim Sabri. Spell that um, out for the folks. R-A-H-K-I-M-S-A-B-R-E-E. Yeah, and just so you know, if you Google Bar the name I'm Rakim. So, <laughs> He's Googleable. So let me, let me, let me mess your head name. up. So word. as soon as you type in R-A-H-K-I-M, it pops up. he pops up. right oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pops. Yeah. There's the first motherfucker. Freaking name that pops up. So the M in your and name paid in full comes underneath. <laughs> oh yeah, true. The <laughs> M, is the M, M a corkle? Because we you gotta get out of our room <laughs> if your M is no, a corkle. I think it stands for money maker. <laughs> but anyways, there you go. Rockin money maker. Oh, you gotta change your name now. Like a Rockin boxing Rockin name, man. Money. I'm gonna put that on, on my on my Twitter. Rockin money maker. So. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> high handle. That's dope. That's dope. And I mean, anywhere else that they can find you, um, YouTube, anything that you want to give to the people, man. Uh, the nuts been so many places Dope. like i said google I, I did a ted talk you know google yep i, yep. Write, I write for entrepreneur magazine google Dope. uh the grill nice. google okay. everything so uh All right. yeah i mean I, I like to share my thought leadership i like to do it in a way that is um economically friendly for people but then of course i i have services that um that people can pay for very yeah. dope. And we got you something, man. It's, it's something, you know, that's personal for you to open off the air. But, um, you know, it's just something that we got for you. We give to our well, folks that we rock with, man. Again, we'll wait till after the show to open that. But just something that we got for you to uh to rock out, man, to show our appreciation yeah, for you coming on today, bro. Absolutely. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, no, buddy. We appreciate you. Oh, man. So, Thank you. fellas, y'all ready to run down our social media? Yeah, buddy. Oh, man. Let's go, Fred. Oh, we got Money Squad 82, Nuts a Bunch Podcast. 
Nuts and Buds Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, my guy Sos, what's your info? Uh, Sam Sos, Rockham's new best friend, because I'm hitting him up for my info. Word, Sam Sos, SM underscore EST. Yep, I just want to let you know that Wes already predicted that we was going to be best friends. Yeah, I already predicted that. I already know. I already know. I already knew it. The vibes that they get. It's, it's there. Um, Bill, drop your, your information so people oh, can check you man, out. I ain't got no. You ain't got no what? Nah. You ain't got what? Uh, Instagram was Bill, man. <laughs> six, years running, man. Told, oh, man. six years? Six years. So, what's man. the last thing you had again, just so everybody knows? Uh, MySpace. Uh, MySpace. Kind of sore. See, I had to think about that. Yeah, the sneaker kind of sore. Sneaker kind of sore on MySpace. Yeah, the hairline. I had a hairline. John Cutter. Yeah, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. If you call it that. But yeah, that was me. That was oh, me. my yeah. goodness. By 80 pounds. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Wow. My information <laughs> is fair. Uh, fair to God, F A I R T H E G O D. And whatever you can put it in. Unpause. Oh, man. And when our powers combine, we are. The Not So Punch Podcast. Hey. Yeah. Hey. We'll be back next week. Please, no McCorkle. Hey, Nutso, y'all like what you hear? Be sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, the Nutso Bunch Podcast. And of course, we're accepting donations. Just go on the Anchor app, search the Nutso Bunch Podcast, and drop us a news change. Oh, yeah.